0: everybody this is your boy bobby fresco i am here we're going to talk about a few things today um we're going to talk about the new mustangs that just came out um i kind of want to mention the uh kanye situation but then again i don't. don't so i'm not going to really talk about kanye but i am going to talk about uh my boy nori all right So, let's... uh, Oh, and another thing. I want to talk about the Ford Maverick real quick. So, I'm going to go into that first since that's the the lightest topic. Alrighty. Episode 1. Let's get this going. Ford put out the uh, Maverick last year. They haven't been able to build as many of them as the demand is, which is a great thing for Ford. Um, The only downside to the initial launch is for some reason, they haven't done the uh hybrid with the four-wheel drive which is kind of silly because on their Ford Escape you can get four-wheel drive and the hybrid which is which will be the best of both worlds if you get the four-wheel drive you're forced into a 2.0 which isn't necessarily a bad thing if you're not worried about fuel economy um but now they're doing a tremor package so, looking at the images from the Tremor package, looks about an inch lifted. Um, it will have the 2.0. It's going to be putting out 250 horsepower, and that's a 2.0 turbo. You know what turbo means? Stu- 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 stu. So, with that, you'll be able to tune it easily. 2.0s probably get another 50 to 100 horsepower out of it with a mild tune without going anything outrageous or crazy. That'll be really, really cool. Um, Ford if you're listening please 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 can we get a 2.3 maybe a ST version that would be so fire 350 some odd horsepower out of that engine easily and same time if you tune that engine further kind of like in the um, the uh, focus RS we're easily easily talking upwards of 400 450 which would be insane out of that thing especially if you do give it the all-wheel drive but also this vehicle is going to be marketed everywhere all over the world so yeah we need to get with the all-wheel drive with the hybrid a little bit faster version but if the tremor does well ford is definitely going to want to put more cooler things and cooler options inside this truck, because they want to basically market it to everybody, and have a version of it for everybody, uh, in some small way, shape, or form, it actually might even permanently replace the uh, uh, the modern sedan, or the modern American sedan, for it doesn't build any cars anymore, other than the Mustang, which, segue, already, there are, one, two, three, four, five, six new Mustangs coming out for around the 24 model they haven't specified they're definitely 24s but there will be some stuff you're going to be able to order um but these are going to be extremely cool extremely rare so don't expect to pay at MSRP just saying don't put that out there first off we're going to have there's a new GT Mustang for the NASCAR series um so if you're Uh, buying these vehicles uh, to run in NASCAR Cup you have a new Mustang Uh, the all-new body style for the 24 it looks great looks fast looks like a NASCAR stock car so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on that then you have the NRHA factory X that is the answer to the direct connect by Dodge um, the Copo Camaros you buy a Mustang and you go drag racing with it. Simple, easy, everything's done for you. Uh, according to the images, it even has parachutes already done. So, literally, you buy this thing on Friday, you trailer it because uh, you won't be able to vent it, um, or well, you won't be able to register it because it's not going to have a vent. But you'll be able to take this thing and go drag racing that easily. Ready to go, it's got everything you need. Uh, full racing harness racing seats everything's uh, 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 NRHA approved so you're ready for the strip everything you need but the talent and you're gonna need talent to be able to drive that car um, They haven't released the specs on the horsepower, but as soon as they do I got you Now next is a Dark Horse R. The Dark Horse R is gonna be a faster more track purpose version um, rumored to not have back seats similar power to your uh, Dark Horse but at the same time, it's going to be a little bit lighter, better suspension, so that way somebody who is definitely going to buy their Mustang uh, Dark Horse and track it. This was uh, something you'll be able to buy at the dealerships. Now, the next two is huge, huge news. Um, way back when, I think one year, there was a Mustang in uh, Lamaze, but uh, it wasn't a big thing, nor did it do well now on the other side ford has always had the gt and the gt40 in Mans, and every time ford puts those cars or builds a version of the gt for Mans, it typically wins or does extremely well um there's that whole ford versus ferrari situation long story short as best as i could do i know i'm long-winded but ford tried to buy ferrari Ferrari was down with it because, you know, their numbers was horrible, but they were great at winning races and winning races at Le Mans. But, long story short, the deal broke up and Ferrari ended up calling uh, uh, our women fat and our cars ugly and said, Ferrari will never be owned by Ford. So, Ford being extremely offended, decided to... Let's beat Ferrari at the one thing they do best, and that's win races and win little races at Daytona and Lamar. Um, and, which we did, they built the Ford GT. It's a great movie, Ford versus Ferrari. I'm not going to elaborate on that. Please, take a look at it. It's an awesome movie, even if you're not a car person. But, if you're kind of not a car person, then, how'd you get here? I'm glad you're here. So, check this out. Um, Ford is building the Ford GT3 Mustang and gt4 mustangs for their two relative classes so I'm gonna go into the gt4 because the gt4 is the lighter spec of the two the gt3 is the big guy gt4 is um, in the gt4 class cars are set to look more like their factory counterparts be track purpose cars but just a little bit less track and a little more stock if you will um, now, homologation rules apply for both, so Ford will have to build purchasable versions for both of these cars in order to run them in their respective Lamaze classes, so get your money ready. These things aren't going to be cheap at all. Um, tons of louvers, tons of scoops, but it definitely does look like the 24 Mustang. Now the design uh, picks up uh, kind of behind the uh, the Mustang NASCAR cup version where you have kind of a black bar going across the grill it makes the car look a little more sinister and a little more mean Um, but the body proportions are the same it's probably gonna have a carbon fiber roof and a bunch of other stuff and yes there is a big wang on the back and it is a wing not a uh, ducktail like on the NASCAR series Um, and I think the uh, factory X also has a ducktail Um, everything else has A wing except for the GT3 now the GT3 doesn't have a wing the GT3 has a wang I mean this thing is a freaking dinner table you you can definitely eat some steaks on this easily this thing is huge it drags the entire width of the body but with that width we ain't talking about a regular width because this car is a lot wider in the front and a lot wider in the rear for those big old meats now front to keep those big meats cool and those big brakes cool you have giant uh, vents um, that are right over the wheel arches to get tons of air in or there could be extractors to pull the air out of the wheel wells and the brakes as well so it's gonna keep that entire suspension that, that entire general area nice and cool while you're doing triple digit speeds around really really hard corners now on the hood you have two giant hood scoops and they're extracting air also because it looks like it's going to pull air through the front grill and out of that hood it's going to keep your engine cool not only that give you a ton of front down force and the front lip on this thing is massive which is even more massive because all these cars have some sort of front lip to them except for the nascar version it doesn't have a notable lip up front but the lip on this thing is going to be extra huge because it's a wide body. This thing is extremely, extremely wide. You're definitely running somewhere around 10 inch wide tires in the front, maybe 11s. The back, I'm sure they're going to be somewhere around maybe 10. Uh, they're going to push it as far as they can go. This thing is going to grip with the wing. All the uh, aero on this car, it's awesome. Now, to speak on the aero. Here's why this is so freaking cool. Anybody that knows Mustang people or just the car culture in general, somebody, let's say in Florida, is going to have a EcoBoost Mustang, which, you know, ain't nothing to laugh at. It's got 300 horsepower. V8 Mustangs used to have 300 horsepower, so it's to be respected. And he's going to put this GT3 body kit on that EcoBoost Mustang and I'm gonna be honest with you it's going to look freaking fire now will it be fast as fast as it looks will there be some done really really well yes will there be some done uh, haphazardly and a little bootlegged yes you're gonna get both of those but it's really really cool and it will be cool to see someone riding around in a essentially a $27,000 Mustang with a GT3 body kit, because if Ford has any good sense, they're going to make body parts, uh, uh, conversion kits, and everything for the regular Mustang so you can buy these things, because people are going to be looking for not only your EcoBoost guys, but your guys in uh, GTs, Um, because aftermarket companies will be making them. They will be doing a horrible job of trying to make it look right, And most of the aftermarket stuff is gonna require some sort of body work in order to make it look as good as it could possibly look. So, if Ford beats them to the punch, it'd be really, really cool. And not just for you 24, 23 model guys. Um, There's gonna be body uh, mods for all of these cars to get all of these uh, uh, different hoods because each car has a different hood, which is actually really, really cool. Um, and all of these hoods actually looks like it has a factory hood pins, which is really cool, which gives it not only a race aesthetic, but allows your racing teams to get in these hoods, do what they got to do and get this car back out on the track as fast as possible. But Ford better put out these, uh, uh body kits and, and fender upgrades and upgraded hoods and grills and front bumpers, rear air dams, the wings, everything. Because if Ford doesn't, the aftermarket is going to beat them to it, and people are going to flock to make their V8 Mustangs look like GT3s. Or their uh, EcoBoost Mustangs to look like GT4s. Or even have an EcoBoost Mustang dressed up to be a NASCAR series uh, car. That would be really, really cool with some NASCAR exhaust. Some uh, Goodyear Eagles. That would be fire. Um, Last but not least, I almost forgot to mention the fifth one. Uh, SCC. It's going to be the, um, Supercars Championship version. Um, SCC is a racing series. Um, it's very grassroots. It's where you would typically start if you want to become a race car driver and race on a track. Um, they have several different classes. Uh, it's really, really popular for people to buy worn down Miatas and, um, worn down 325s completely gut them and go racing so you won't be running in class uh, with them if you uh, buy this monster but you can go racing whether you're on a small budget or a big budget this one is going to be a nice size budget um the uh, scc is going to be basically your ford gt um set up for track purpose very similar to the dark horse uh the dark horse r is going to be set up for just that reason um, but with SCC, they have a certain amount of rules and this car is going to be set up to have, the, uh, uh, everything that their rules apply, roll cages, a five point racing harness on the seats, um, even a fire extinguisher. So you'll be able to buy this on Friday and go race on Saturday. It's going to be really, really cool. Um, Ford is definitely doing the right thing. In how they're approaching all of this. The only time I gotta throw a flag on a play, why did y'all wait till Dodge says it's not gonna build the muscle cars in the way they've been building them? They're about to change their game. Now, Dodge is a muscle company. They're gonna have some product in there. It's gonna be E-Muscle, and we're gonna see if that's gonna work. No one knows. Um, But I wish them the best. Chevy has decided, hey, we're going to pull the Camaro. Honestly, I think it's because the Camaro is probably taking a little bit of uh, sales from the Corvette, especially when you get the big boys like the ZL1. So Chevy has decided to not build this thing uh, uh, or Camaros until X amount of time. So there's a gap in the pony car muscle genre. Ford is going to fill it with a bunch of cool product. Why did Ford wait till their two biggest competitors won on the scene? I mean, uh, I don't want to say it's like a tail between the legs way to doing things. But if there's a hole in the market, somebody should fill it. Uh, Ford recently filled the hole in the market uh, with competitors for the Wrangler with their Bronco product and it's fire It's a great truck. There's a Bronco for everybody even a Bronco sport for those who never plan on leaving the trail ever so it's They did it with them But I felt like if they would have launched some of this really cool product and this new coyote a little sooner then there would have been better product to come of it because a horsepower race, a muscle car race, everyone wins when two companies or three companies in, in this matter are all building product to try to win over the fans. And technology and, and engineering and everything is, is, is racing. Everybody's trying to build the biggest, the baddest, and the best and hopefully for the best price, because pricing is crazy right now. Pricing is redonkulous. Markups are a thing. I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon, especially for the cool product, but yo, y'all stop acting like this is brand new. Markups for cool stuff has been a thing for a very long time. Now, a markup for like the basic stuff, eh, that maybe not, maybe that part is new so with that being said it's a new world and we all got to adjust accordingly so moving on next topic is going to be the hoopty of the week this is something i'm, I'm trying to get done every episode where i'm gonna shout out a vehicle and just let you know that it's one of my picks as the hoopty of the week a car you should look at depending on what your budget is especially if their budget is lower the idea is these cars will have versions that are very, very cool. For little to nothing, you can probably take the cheaper version and make it look like the nicer version. Or, you know, put some money into it and make it cool on its own. So, the first inaugural uh, Hootie of the week is going to be the W204. The W204 3rd general mercedes-benz c-class that is the 2007 to 2014 is that body style but i'm specifically referring to the 2008 to 2010 c-class especially in the american market what you're going to be looking at four-door sedans there's a couple of coupes the coupes are a lot harder to find um but the coupes tend to be a little bit nicer and usually in a little bit better condition um a Extreme hoopty version of this is going to run you under four grand. You're going to have excessive high mileage. Um, as far as mileage is concerned, if you buy those, you're going to be typically over 170,000 miles. But these cars actually have been known to do 300,000 miles. So you still have a little life in a Super hoopty. That's going to be under uh, anything under four grand. Now, if you want a clean one with a lot of life left in it, that's going to be... Around five, fifty-five hundred, so not too much more, and you get a clean one. Usually, one hundred and sixty, um, one hundred and seventy thousand miles. And like I said, these things go up to three hundred, so you have a lot of life there, depending on how much you're going to be driving it and how hard you're going to be driving it. Um, if you're buying stuff that's over a hundred thousand, a whole under over a hundred and twenty thousand miles, you should you know, probably ease up on how hard you're driving it unless you plan on doing some major rebuilds. Um, Downside to this car, it can be fairly expensive to maintain, but if you get the um, the regular versions with the 228 horsepower four-cylinder, then they're not super expensive. It's a four-cylinder that's not hard to work on, and you could take it to a lot of different places, even though it's a Mercedes. Especially uh, if you're in the East Coast, there's tons of European shops, they'll be able to work on these cars without an issue um now there's always going to be a very cool version a very cool version you're looking over 20k for a clean one and that's the c63 version of these cars um those things have 451 horsepower some of them are very beat to the ground um if you find one under 20,000, it's going to be beat that Engine is very hard to work on, they're hand built, so you should only let the best of the best uh, work on it. Not necessarily Mercedes, but it better be a technician who is extremely familiar with AMG, AMG motors, and all their little idiosyncrasies. Um, and like I said, now if you go into the 30 grand area, now you're buying an AMG and you're buying an AMG that was pampered, one that's going to be in great, great, great condition. Um the sweet spot five six seven grand gets you a really really cool one, a nice daily driver uh, 24 gets you an AMG that hasn't been super abused but is old enough and may have a ding on it or two to get you into the AMG into the big horsepower numbers at a great price. But if you're not needing five uh, 450 horsepower almost 500 horsepower, just get the sport package, it'll have the AMG wheels on it, it'll look really, really cool. You'll score that for like five, six grand, six grand low little miles, five grand, 150,000 miles, give or take, and you'll be good to go. You have a really, really cool ride, keep it clean. And typically, all of those except for the AMGs will be formatic, especially if you buy it on the East Coast. Now, um, I said I'm, I was gonna mention the whole Kanye thing, he said a bunch of horrible remarks. I'm not even gonna repeat them, go into them. Why uh, I don't want to give it more light than it already has, but I will speak on the fact that uh, Nori and the uh, people at Drink Champs, they decided to take down the podcast, which honestly, I don't think that was the move. Um, He is spewing a lot of rhetoric and a lot of bullshit and a couple lies. Um, I'm no fact checker, but it's one of those things where if he's putting out a bunch of bullshit, sometimes... If you're the, the platform that he has the bullshit posted on, leave it out there. It's To take it down is almost to delete his bullshit. Um, if this shit is bouncing around his head and companies like Balenciaga, I believe Balenciaga pulled uh, uh, any ties they had with him, then keep, keep his stuff up. Let people know what kind of bullshit he's on. And how much he needs to be corrected or checked. And people need to look into, you know, what's really, really going on in his mind. So, maybe he'll repost it and add or edit out uh, some of the worst of the comments. Because it is a three-hour video, so there is a lot of content there. And just as someone who's starting in the content creation space, I, I would hate it to have to get rid of a piece of content that at the end of the day, is going to get a lot of views and a lot of people's going to see it. So I'm thinking maybe tweak it, re-air it, and put it back out. Um, and that's my thought on that. Now, if you guys have any questions about anything we've talked about, uh, I'm setting up my Instagrams and everything. Uh, Instagram is going to be Bobby Fresco Radio. Now, if you want to holler at me, uh, give me a word. Um my email. Email is gonna be bobbyfresco at gmail.com. Super easy, super simple. I'll put a link in the bio. Anything you need, I'm here for it. If you have any advice for the kid, please hit me up, email me, hit me on IG, Bobby Fresco Radio. We out. It's been a great show. I'm gonna see y'all later. Have fun. Good night. Draw fast, but drop safe.